Hubhopper Originals. See, that, that's what I want to like tell people who want to get into podcasting, right? It's a lot of effort. It's not something you get in and you think it's oh, okay, you know what? I just talk into my phone and I can publish. Maybe initially you can do that, but if you want to grow the show, you need to be a little more professional and approach it more professionally. Otherwise, it's just going to become one of the shows of the graveyard of podcasts that are out there. Welcome to the Podcasting University. Looking for help on starting your own podcast? Then this is the place to be. We will help you with everything from selecting your topic to promoting and monetizing your podcast in the simplest language possible. Listen to other podcasters who've been through the grind and learn from them as we interview them every week. You can find more details on thepodcastinguniversity.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Podcasting University. This is Dilip, your host, and today's guest on the show is a former business journalist who started off her career at the Times of India. She also published a lot of articles as a freelance writer in various magazines and was a senior correspondent at the Smart CEO magazine where she interviewed entrepreneurs, CEOs, VCs and many others from the business world. She is now the creator and the host of a podcast that she started in 2020. In this show, you can listen to the conversations that she has with people from various walks of life. All this while highlighting the issues that they face in their respective industries. She also talks a lot about social issues that are otherwise not discussed by a lot of people. Let us welcome Mahathi Rangarajan from the Maharani Talks to the Podcasting University. Hi Mahathi, welcome to the Podcasting University. It's a pleasure having you on the show and talking to you about your journey. So, Oh welcome and I'm sure the audience is going to enjoy this one. Hi Dilip, thank you so much. It's uh, truly my pleasure to be on your podcast and I have has much to learn from you, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, before we start off Marthi, so we we would like to know more about Maharani Talks and more about you in terms of what is it that you do in addition to podcasting? How did you get into podcasting? how was this beginning of marani talks and you know uh, pretty much everything about how it all started so so yes i'm a journalist though i studied engineering and i realized it wasn't really up my alley so i did a course in journalism and then i switched over and i started my career with times of india and then later on i freelanced for a couple of magazines and then eventually you know i was a senior correspondent with a business magazine so this is basic gist of my work and so i have two kids and when my first kid came along i decided to take a break and okay. so so yeah and then things got crazy with my after my second kid came and you know how it is so yeah but i always had this feeling to go you know this need to go back and do what i loved to talk to people from different walks of life and interview them and that was something that i always wanted to go back but you know i th- i thought something on my own terms So yeah. and so I was wondering what to do and I think out of nowhere some I, I mean I wasn't even at that point really listening to podcasts so I don't know how the entire idea of to start a podcast came you know it was just one fine day I said something told me you know hey how about a podcast 
because you know i like the fact that because of technology thanks to technology we are not constrained by geography right you know you could speak to anyone or what your work that you do in one part of the country you know people from across the world can listen to it and mm. that's what um, i liked about podcast which i say if you were like uh, publishing a magazine or something it's very heavily uh, bound by where you can circulate it yeah so thanks to technology and social media you get that unlimited access so i thought okay you know why not start a podcast and since i was a business journalist so initially mm. i thought maybe my podcast could be about that about business and talking to ceos and entrepreneurs and venture capitalists because that was something i thoroughly enjoyed and it was totally something that i found having such conversations very interesting and very very invigorating but i've also worked as a metro i have done a metro beat and i also worked as i did a bit for some time as a lifestyle journalist which i didn't really enjoy and i did work as a features journalist which uh, was interesting because you get to meet a uh, amazing set of people and then i did my business so i thought okay why um, restrict myself just to business when you know i really enjoy talking to people from all walks of life so yeah so that's what i initiated so i decided to do with maharani talks and i thought okay let me just talk to all the people that i find interesting <laughs> okay. that's how it came to be yeah <laughs> interesting so when you started off with maharani talks was there something specific in your mind saying that okay no this is what i'm going to do and then did it change or as the podcast matured over the last one one year three months i'm i'm guessing so yeah. over the last one year did it mature into a more concrete kind of a, a niche a topic or uh, are you still continuing with what you started oh, that's a very good question so the podcast i uh, launched it in may you know 2020 just two months after the pandemic so initially the idea was to launch it in march that year but that's when the whole thing pandemic started right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the schools got shifted online so there was so much chaos so it got delayed but anyways yeah so i i wish looking back i wish i'd done a little more you know the upside was when i decided to do it i didn't mm-hmm. like you know hesitate or anything i just decided okay i'm going to do it let's just jump in and see what happens but which is a good thing but i also wish i didn't i took a bit of a pause and thought okay you know have a little bit of strategy about what it is exactly you're going to how you're going to go about it after a couple of episodes right because the mm-hmm. first few episodes you're all you're going in all guns ablaze and then i think maybe 10 15 episodes down the line you kind of fit, try to wonder okay where exactly you want it to go right you need to have some strategy so i don't right. think i gave that aspect much thought which i wish i did maybe i'd done a little more research and everything so yes it's definitely matured over the past you know one year four or five months um it, earlier it was it was just you know it could have been like you just talking to people and getting the amazing journey aspect or whether it's, it could be considered motivational or just getting the journey of people who have done amazing things really cool things but now it's i feel it's kind of veered towards what i'm also passionate about which is like um as a journalist a lot of my i i love i mean as much as i stay up to date with news and the current uh, politics or the current scenario or relevant issues and business issues are something that i tend to gravitate towards so i kind of noticed after you know a couple of maybe uh, you know around 15 or 20 episodes i noticed that i on some level was steering also the conversation that way in the sense you know 
what is it that you want to highlight what issues do you want to highlight you know what are the mm-hmm. you know yes i'm i'm talking to, you know i'm talking to a really cool person to a guest and they're doing some really uh, amazing stuff but in the industry in the work in from where from their perspective what is it they want to highlight what are the issues they deal with and mm. uh, what is it they want to throw light on so i think yes the podcast now kind of uh, concentrates more on that aspect now you know besides of course talking to those people behind uh, this who do some some really cool stuff okay so at that point i i would like to know one more thing mati so considering podcasting has been a completely new experience for you from what i understand so when you planned on starting the podcast how did you go about it as in was there somebody who kind of guided you on how to get started where did you gather all the information from and how did you get started okay um so i wish i knew someone from the podcasting uh, industry right but i didn't know anyone at all and in fact i didn't know anyone around me who was listening to podcasts at all so mm. even to you know ask them what is the current scene with podcasts what podcasts do you listen to what 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 are the ones i can check out so i had no one to turn to in that aspect which is what was uh, so amazing about you know the current uh, age of internet the best of knowledge is free So I just got on Google or YouTube and did a whole bunch of uh, research about, you know, okay, you're thinking about starting a podcast, what next, you know, what do you need to know about it then? And mm-hmm. as much as the amount of information is free, it's just it's really a rabbit hole that you can get into and it can be very confusing. So many people coming up with, you know, saying there so many like at least 100 different points of view right so it can be very overwhelming and it can really put you off from what you want to get started so it that took a while to just sort through the information that is relevant to me and that is useful for me you know it could have, whatever others were saying could have been useful for someone else right. but it wasn't for me so it that took a while to just sort out but i that uh, so i basically spent quite a few months just you know trying to get it right you know the kind of um, software what i first need to know about podcast and uh, kind of software that i need or the you know the hardware that i need the microphone and the, what all the stuff that i need to the recorder to invest in how much it takes to invest in and mm. do i really need to invest a lot or do i need to you know is it okay if i go you know the mid range So right. all that took a while for me to figure out and then once I did then I spent a whole amount of time just doing trial runs of recording interviews and sadly most of it I you know I didn't let my husband escape so he was the one who kept uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> who had to put up with it <laughs> Okay So yeah at one point he would say something like I I should start charging you for interviewing me <laughs> 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 oh, nice. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so so he was very sweet and he would sit down and you know, we just do like a whole bunch of mock mm. and I would record it just so because I would have enough uh, you know, material to um practice my editing, right? Mm-hmm. So, I did a bunch of that and also to do to see where I can improve the recording and what mistakes I'm making and you know. And plus mm. it's it, it I was jumping into all this after like, you know, after a slight gap with my work and mm. uh, so just to for me to again fine tune my skills and everything so it helped a lot 
right okay and after researching how did you start off what was the kind of setup that you started off with what were the equipments that you bought or did you start off on a minimal with a minimal setup and over a period of time you kind of you know upgraded yourself so uh what i decided was that i wouldn't uh invest in something really high end you know something not mm. very expensive something in the mm. mid range which allows me i mean it you know it's like i didn't want to invest too less also because i knew i was you know i was taking it seriously in the sense like i and i wanted to sound professional right so right. i wanted to invest in in a good amount of equipment it's just that i didn't want to that could also as the you know the podcast mature or as it grew that i could actually build on it so mm. build on the equipment that i buy so i was pretty clear uh, so in fact the lot of the stuff that i bought then is what i'm continue to use it today it still serves me good like my microphone is a atr uh, 2100 Okay. which is not very expensive and it's a great microphone it's a dynamic microphone and right. um, that's something i had to figure out condenser and dynamic i was like okay what <laughs> okay. the hell is the difference so yeah and it still serves me good and and then for the recorder i i, I decided i'll go with a zoom h5 which uh, i knew i could which helped me you know when i started my you know in person recording because mm-hmm. earlier on the pandemic though i had set up a small set, had a small setup you know for people to come in and we can record an interview oh, it was all okay. put uh, i had to like basically lock up that space and you know cover up everything because of the pandemic and obviously no one was willing to come and meet in mm-hmm. person right. so so i actually in march this year i did my first finally you know were comfortable enough and I, someone was willing to come in so i did my first interview so the zoom h5 helped a lot you know so i was happy right. i invested in that though it's slightly on the expensive side but i knew i wanted a good recorder so it really helped with the you know the in person recording and i actually had so i am though i'm an engineer and i studied electronics and communication i really suck at technology <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so i actually got a sound engineer to come and help me out to help set, ensure the setup is good and we did a couple of you know mock interview trials right of audio trials to see how the audio sounds and what i can do with the ambient sound and everything so he mm. was the one who helped me through it so yeah <laughs> so okay. yes the I'm... equipment i invested back then still helps me good now so yeah i think yeah what what you've invested in is some of the best uh, that you can as a, at not a very uh, expensive budget but a reasonable budget these are some some of the good equipments that are there in podcasting so you know yeah. that's something that you did well in terms of starting off yeah <laughs> yeah right. so there was and, some actually some sorry uh, there were actually some really good uh, creators out there you know i should probably give a shout out to who helped me decide on the equipment you know like kevin draws he's actually a youtube creator mm-hmm. he was really good he the, his videos are very informational i found it really informational and uh, of course i think that one's pat flynn forgot his name by pat flynn yeah so mm. he does a whole bunch of informational videos as well for podcast right. uh, for people wanting to start podcast and even videos on by bus proud was also very informational right. uh, it was good yeah so <laughs> okay good and when you started off now the topic is something that you were interested in and you knew that you can get people that you could talk to but when you started off did you know that there will be people who will be interested in listening to it 
<laughs> good question again um i didn't give much thought to that i i i knew you know definitely there would i knew it take time for it to build up to a good amount of listeners so i wasn't in a tearing hurry to see that was something that you know when i was reading up on podcasting and other creators who were podcasters right so right. they would constantly tell podcasting is a long form media right it's not something you consume in a 30 second or 1 minute short right. clip and then you move on it so it it takes time to build your base or uh, your right. listeners so i i that's the mindset i got into with that it is going to take time so for the first couple of weeks i wouldn't even check my stats at all my statistics right how many downloads or how many people were listening because right. i i knew if i did that i would immediately feel discouraged i know it would take time so i my main goal at that point of time was to ensure my content was good so i would try my best to get on i mean i i focused a lot on the kind of guests i brought on and how i would structure my interview and the, all the interesting stuff they had to share like for instance right. the interview with shraddha sharma the founder of your story was went did really well and she shared some really um, amazing stuff and i feel some of the stuff that she shared right was not always mm. found in other interviews she's given and she's given so many interviews right um right. so stuff like that so i think that really helped to just concentrate on my content and i think that kind of helped build up the uh, listener base for it mm. yeah so something i'll come back to you on is about the guest selection but before i i okay. talk about that what i also wanted to understand from you is that you you spoke about editing and setting up your studio and everything so do you do the editing and everything by yourself yes i do actually <laughs> <laughs> I okay. uh, I I don't know do you do still do your editing you've been doing like for 4 5 years right right editing is something that i continue to do because somehow i feel that if i edit my recordings i'll be able to get that personal touch to it rather than getting somebody else to edit it and maybe you know editing out something that i would have wanted to retain in the recording so exactly right I, yeah i completely agree with what you have to say that's the only reason why i'm still editing because i'm not a big fan right. of editing <laughs> so i i i really wish i could outsource it but i know that if i edit it i will structure it well i know right. how i want to structure the interview and even just like those a uh, pause in a conversation right mm. certain mm. things that matter i would pay attention to all those small details right like right. like how you would write with your recording with your editing mm. so i feel if i outsourced it i i think i would end up giving like a, i don't know 50 to 100 notes probably that person would be get vexed <laughs> so it's better i edit it edit it myself so that's that's yes, an experience i'm not a big that fan I, of I editing oh well, yeah you've done that <laughs> no no i i have i tried outsourcing it so i got somebody to edit okay. uh, i think three of my episodes and uh, eventually and ended up editing it again myself and i just paid him oh. uh, but then i wasn't really happy as in not one person there were two different individuals that i used there but i wasn't really okay. happy with that and then i ended up editing it myself so that's how it is i know yeah because i know that's exactly what i'll do and you know i i would like obsess i am sure i would keep like pinging them oh this you need to do that and that and so i i figured it's easier for me to just right. do it myself but though it takes hours right even for like a half yeah. an hour conversation yeah but it's okay yeah, worth it that's in the that's end. exactly <laughs> what i wanted to talk to you about so when i was checking through your podcast you know i went through 
some of your YouTube, you know, videos, snippets as well. I went through your LinkedIn uh, profile where you've been posting your your episodes on the show. So right. what I wanted to understand, Mati, is that one, I'm sure you're spending a lot of time because there is a video that you have. You are editing your audio then you're cutting out small snippets from your video. You're posting that on YouTube. You're using that for your LinkedIn. So <laughs> all of this process, how long does it take? One episode, what is the post-processing like? Okay, so the video aspect, I do not do it anymore because the very first video of the first episode with Ananya Parikh, it was, a, I think, a three-minute video clip that I wanted to upload on, you know, on various social media platforms. That three-minute clip, because I was doing it for the very first time, it took me like almost half a day. Mm-hmm. And I, I realized it wasn't the best way to spend my my energy or my time to, you know, to, it kind of, it kind of like uh, diverts your attention away from, you know, the actual right. podcast I felt. So yeah. I was uh, very lucky to get a good, so he's been, from the second episode onwards, he's the one who's been helping me and really so in a lot of ways he's been very we really work well in tandem and he's very good he himself like comes up with ideas and inputs mm-hmm. and so in fact we decided to i mean this is just a small thing the look of the video the past couple of episodes so okay. that was something that yeah that's all that's possible only because you know he's been helping me otherwise i've driven myself crazy if i had to do that as well so the video aspect alone um someone takes care of it but the rest yes i do it myself yeah but it does the post-production of uh, the podcast not just the editing of the podcast but other aspects does take its fair share of time and uh and i'm guessing you know because so many podcasters right the indie podcasters they do right. this as a side uh, thing, right? Like a side hustle right. types because they enjoy yeah. doing this. And I'm sure most of them do this when, I don't know, at night or, you know, the weekends or <laughs> how do you manage? You have so much to do it, right? When do you actually sit down and do your editing or your post-production work? So I usually batch record maybe about four to five episodes and then spend about uh, two days in between. And usually it's the mornings that I do the editing and everything on. So as in, I am an early riser. So I wake up at about five o'clock. And during the day, I finish off my editing work. And then I work on the the content because I also uh, write a blog post along with it on the website. So that content is something that I write. And in about two days, I keep whatever recordings I have, I keep that ready. So that's how, but it's usually mornings. On weekdays okay. itself, weekends, I I prefer not to get into any of these things. I would like to take some time off. So I know, I yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. So if I'm like a totally a night person, I cannot do early mornings, but I can stay like really late into the night. And I enjoy the quiet the night offers, especially right. because I have two kids. So right. who often don't let me complete my thought also in peace. <laughs> so <laughs> so night is when I really get to, yeah. Do you have kids? Yeah, I have a daughter. She's uh, 12 years now, but you know, she, uh, she okay. doesn't, as in when I'm working, she knows that as in the two of us, me and my wife both, she knows that the two right. of us need to be left alone. So she'll not be there. That's fine. 
Oh, good. Okay, yeah, she's like quite old enough, and I'm sure she's at an age where she's more like, okay, I want you guys to leave me alone, type something. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my kids are like eight and five. Uh, my older oh. one kind of understands, but my mm. younger one is uh, if he needs me, he needs me, type. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so yes, night is when I do most of my work. yeah okay so on on that video piece itself amati now you you've been doing this on youtube for quite some time so just if i am to understand how uh, effective do you think that that strategy of uh, posting on youtube is and how has it helped your show in terms of growth as in is there uh, a contribution that you would like to give youtube for the the growth of your show You know, more than YouTube, I would attribute to a certain amount the growth of the show to the video element of the podcast, and mm. thanks to Zoom and other platforms, right? It's easy right. to record, right? Video right. as well. Um, YouTube, I have to admit, I haven't like you know really spent much time or uh, focus mm. on it. Uh, they say YouTube is. I put it mostly there. for like copyright issues so that something mm. else doesn't come up on youtube just so that maharani talks is available on youtube as well ideally right. i should put up the entire video because people on youtube would like to watch the entire interview right and not just snippets that's, ideally yeah. that's what i should do but i haven't done that that's again something that's going to take editing a video the whole entire video again is going to take a considerable amount of time mm, and right. uh, so i've just uh concentrated on just the audio consumption of the podcast though i have leveraged the audio i mean the video snippets right for growth mm. so i've just been doing that for like say my main focus right now is instagram and linkedin that's how i mainly i'm most active on i would say and right. yeah youtube is there on the side but i guess you know eventually going forward i should do more with youtube because it is a okay. great platform as well maybe eventually put up the entire video interview i think people yeah, like considering you're anyways planning in doing in person interviews i think uh, that will help you yeah yeah it right. it would yeah i should definitely and linkedin uh, you've been consistent on linkedin you've been posting on linkedin so how has linkedin help you uh, in terms of promotion of your show it has so because my podcast is quite to say how do i say it? it's quite like a serious conversation right it's not something right. light or not always entertaining and it kind of talks about any important issues and anything currently that's happening so mm. it's really helped because linkedin kind of it's the kind of users it has right it kind of uh, relates to the content that i put relates very well to the people who are there on linkedin and a lot of times since i also talk to entrepreneurs and you know founders and the ceos so they it really does well and so many of them have a much more greater presence on linkedin than on instagram right in terms of their work right instagram sometimes they're mostly there for their personal thing but right. they aren't always promoting their company on instagram or you know so mm. in that way it's definitely helped and also because another reason why i posted on linkedin because it the content that i am putting out kind of aligns with the career that i've also had right as a journalist so right. it doesn't deflect away or take it away from that so it kind of adds to it yeah so that's another reason uh, why i you know chose linkedin though initially it was only instagram and then it was a friend who suggested considering the kind of content that 
you know, audience, kind of interviews yeah. that you have uh, make okay. uh, do, right? Which is right. quite in depth and more like towards a serious conversation type. Mm-hmm. We'll do really well on LinkedIn, so that's when I started to take LinkedIn and, uh, more seriously okay. as well. <laughs> Okay, so from a promotional perspective, what you're doing is you're utilizing videos to some extent, Instagram and LinkedIn. Is there any other way that you're promoting your show? Mostly this. I've also now and then on Clubhouse, taken part in Clubhouse chats around podcasts. And I've also co-hosted, you know, that talk about anyone who wants to start podcasting and podcasts. So a little bit of my presence on Clubhouse, though I admit of lately, it's kind of tapered down. Because right. I'm not able to manage so many platforms and I really don't know if I, if anyone should focus on so many platforms also, right? right. It takes considerable amount of, of your energy. Yeah. Right. So Clubhouse also kind of tapered. So yeah, it's mostly like, you know, Instagram and on LinkedIn. So mm, that's what okay. I mostly do, yeah. <laughs> and do you have a website or something where you uh, host these uh, episodes or is it only on the audio platforms? So I have this like this default website. It's not really a great website. It's just there so that it comes up on the, you know, if anyone searches Maharani Talks on Google. That's uh, a Lipsyn website, right? Yeah, that's just a Lipsyn mm. website. So, okay. I mean, even the other, it anyway shows up in terms of, you know, the audio platforms that are there. But no, I haven't really, uh, like what you have, right? You have like a proper blog and everything. Oh, that's interesting. I haven't uh, done that with the okay. podcast. Mm, right. Yeah. Okay. So coming back to the most important aspect in your uh, show, it's about the guests. Now, I happen to listen to uh, a few of the episodes that, that you've done. And I found that you have a variety okay. of guests from different niches like for example you know from talking about coffee to some very relevant social topics to crowdfunding and a lot many different kind of topics of lot many different interests so how do you know which guest to approach to how do you get the leads how do you approach them and what is that process like Okay. So like I mentioned early in the beginning of a conversation, I initially thought the podcast should be about business. And mm. I talked to entrepreneurs and VCs and the likes, uh, people from the business. But since I like talking to people from all walks of life, I just decided to do that. And But I also had uh, a certain, I was also wary whether if I would do that and not really have like a particular niche, will it water down the podcast itself? People will mm. find it way too wide and not really because one week is one topic and next week is another topic so i've thought about that but i've also did a bit of research on that and i realized there are podcasts that do that and and some of them are my favorites like this american life and there's another one called on the contrary which is also interesting uh really interesting podcast each time they speak about a different issue So I thought, okay, since I am passionate about it, why not do it? It's only when I don't approach each episode with uh, the same amount of uh, interest or the research that it requires, that's when I will be doing the service to it. So I decided to go ahead with that and do it. In terms of choosing the guests, well, I really do not approach a guest, uh, how do I say, unless I've done enough uh, research on them. It's not like I approach them and then I start my research. I do, I actually take quite a long time in just deciding on my guests sometimes because I really completely do a deep dive into the kind of work they've done and 
what they've been doing and you know how consistent have they been with what they say they tend to say with their work or otherwise as well and it's always been like i always approach people whose work i personally admire in many ways who's been doing some really exceptional work and who are passionate about um what they're doing so yes that still continues to be the main way uh, of uh, how i approach my guests do i uh, find their work inspiring and mm. that's how i do it and more often than not i most of the guests that i've got i not most i, I would say maybe like um, 80% of the guests mm. 70 to 80% of the guests i just cold email them if they have a public profile on instagram or on linkedin i send them a dm and i tell okay. them i i first tell them what is it i love about their work and what is it nice about their, what they're doing and i talk about the podcast and about a little bit about my background so and tell them it would be great to you know have you on the show and talk about you know these aspects and right. uh, so yes I, i would say that as many as the pre guests who have said yes there are equal or maybe more who have you know said no or or there's been like complete silence from right. the end which is fine because initially why would they come on a show that no one's heard of right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yes that's something again i've accepted people will say no you can't uh, take it personally so you just keep on knocking and eventually someone will open the door <laughs> so, but i'm very particular on whose door i knock so yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and the fact that you research about your guests a lot uh, reflects in the interviews that you do so that's what i wanted to ask you next so in terms of the questions that you ask your audience because i've seen that you get a lot out of your guests and a lot of information that is actually relevant to the audience and to the entire conversation so when you ask those questions is it by using a framework that you already have or is it just random questions that you uh, ask them during something that comes to your mind during the the course of the conversation how do you do that so it's uh, definitely put in a lot of thought in the question so i structure my interview every mm-hmm. interview i spend a lot of time just researching my guest i spend hours actually i would say um mm. i have this need this compulsive need of basically digging up any information about them <laughs> so that's okay. what i do uh, i always have this nagging thought did i miss some article or some interview that given or any like so i basically go through different channels if they say they work is on uh, social media i go through what they posted and i i go okay. through basically every aspect of that and i see what new can i ask them that hasn't already been like asked over and over and again because they also mm. get tired of listening i mean um being answering the same questions right so i make that a point to you know um but the reason sometimes when you go through all these old articles or interviews and videos that they've done a lot of times something they would have said in their reply that mm. it strikes you oh it gives you an idea about some other question and and or something that wasn't wasn't asked more about maybe the that person it wasn't they didn't uh, ask that particular question then it strikes me then i write it down and then once i feel i have all the necessary information then i sit and structure how i want the interview to flow so that's something i give a lot of thought to because if it's just a whole bunch of serious questions and it's going to lose 
also their listeners' interest and as much as the the guests' interest, right? So I space it out well, and in between, you know, I ask other questions. So I give enough as much as I follow a certain structure. I'm mm-hmm. not rigid to it. I also let, to a certain extent, talk about freely talk about what it is they want to talk, and if they've said something from what we are conversing or discussing, and then I would ask more on that. And okay. it's not like I jump back again to the next question that I've written down, right? So, mm. so we go on that tangent if we need to, and then eventually okay. I steer back to the question. Eventually, I ensure the questions that important questions that I want to ask are answered. So, right. yeah. <laughs> So, your career as a journalist has it helped uh, podcasting in any way? Yeah, definitely. It definitely has. In fact, my my obsessive need to research so much is partly <laughs> because of like, me being a journalist. <laughs> so, and the fact that I can do it over and over again because it can tire people out, right? I can do it maybe five or ten times, but I can I can actually do it. Uh, over for long periods of time so so yes that is definitely helped uh, because i'm a journalist because you have to be very thorough in what you any reports that you put out right you have to ensure the information that you have is correct so that way it's definitely helped and what i in fact what i have to relearn in terms with podcast is when i was a journalist and i was writing for the print media and i've done my interviews and i when i was sitting down to write my article and i realized okay i missed some important vital information or something that could add little more to the article i could always call them up or message them and i say if you and i tell them hey i wanted to check uh, i forgot about this can i ask you about that and i could include it in the article right right but right. i can't do that with the when we're recording right because we're recording <laughs> and i can't go back to the guest and say hey you know what i missed one important question can you get back <laughs> on to our recording and they're going to be irritated because irritated. they're all busy people and uh, just to schedule an interview takes time so that's something i first early on i, I realized i made that mistake and so that's now why ensured my level best that any questions that i missed or i, I mean of course there's still i I'm sure I still make mistakes or you know but now that's how you learn so but now I'm <laughs> right. doing my level best to not ensure that you know I don't go back to them and say yeah <laughs> and I've seen Mathi pretty consistent with your show so do you follow uh, a, a planning method as in do you batch produce how do you go about ensuring that you have content so that you don't miss out on releasing an episode yeah i try my level best to be uh, consistent because it's something i enjoy and something i really um passionate about but i don't batch produce it i take it one at a time literally an episode i take one at a time that's how i mm. approach it and okay. in fact the past i think two months um, i haven't like brought out as many as i would have liked with just all the other stuff that's been going on but anyways yeah i want to buck up on that be a little more okay. consistent but i don't batch produce but i wish i i also know that i i need to work on that to be able to better schedule my content and uh, the right. podcast interviews so i need to get little better at that because <laughs> okay. i literally no, see it at one episode at a time so i think i need to do a little more planning for the future right so yeah so at that point let me ask you this question have you ever felt like quitting saying that okay no podcasting isn't something that i want to do this is this isn't giving me the kind of uh, returns i would have expected so um, might as well just quit this and maybe move on um 
I have felt discouraged in between about not what I want to do about is it really making a difference you know I mean is the podcast this one among thousands I mean is anyone going to miss it if, if I stop doing it tomorrow so I have had those thoughts and the only thing that keeps me going is the thing is I'm not slave to the medium to the podcast mm. medium right I like podcasts okay. yes I listen to it and it's very convenient and when you're exercising or you're doing any other work around the house right. you can just listen turn it on and listen to it so i really uh, like the medium and everything but i'm not slave to the medium in the sense i'm not like oh it has to only be a podcast i'm more slave to what i am doing in the sense the interviews right so it's just right now podcast is the medium i've chosen it needn't always be that going forward right okay. it could branch out to other mediums or however it, uh, things move ahead in the future yeah. So that way I haven't I felt discouraged yes how do I get more people to listen and what more should I do that's always there playing in my right. head but I haven't ever thought about giving up maybe I have like thought about taking a break now and then because it can be quite exhausting especially now with the uh, with this all online classes and everything I feel like I hardly have sometimes time to come up for air mm. uh, so that way i felt about taking breaks in between but i haven't really done that so i think my consistency is taken a bit of a beating in the past 2 3 months and right. i need to back up on that <laughs> yeah well, it's still fine you're still releasing episodes at least on a periodic basis you know a long gap of not having an episode is something that that actually impacts but i think you still continue to produce episodes so that way i think you you're doing a of really good job and considering you're you know doing it along with a lot many other things because i see my wife spending so much of time getting the content ready recording and all of those things so i can understand the amount of effort that you put in managing your kids managing your house and there's everything you know if i look at all of that you you're pretty consistent with what you're doing it's a, a lot of effort that's something that is really worth appreciating you know so thank you i mean yeah i mean it's for all of us right see that, that's what i want to like to, uh, tell people who want to get into podcasting right it's a lot of effort it's not right. something you get in and you think it's oh, okay you know what i just talk into my phone and i can publish maybe initially you can do that but if you want to grow the show you need to be a little more professional and approach it more professionally otherwise it's just going to become one of the shows of the graveyard of podcasts that are out there sometimes right. so many of them quit their shows midway right because i think right. they don't realize what it entails so yeah <laughs> or maybe yeah, sometimes yeah. you know people have genuinely moved to other pastures so right. they hmm. put a pause on their podcast which is fine okay. but some quit uh, not knowing what the amount of work it requires it so, requires yeah, yeah right. it requires a lot of work yeah so at that point let me ask you something so if i am to ask you two things that you would like to advise on somebody who's planning to start a podcast what will those two things be okay first i would say do some amount of research at least a certain amount of research in the category or the niche that you want to start your podcast in. i did that's a mistake i made i didn't do enough research i just jumped headlong so mm-hmm. i would tell them to do just to figure out what kind of shows out there what are the i mean how well it's doing and what kind of listeners they have and right. who exactly are the demographic that you're targeting and have a little better strategy about uh, 
how you want to take your podcast going forward, like whether you want it to be a monthly or bi-weekly or weekly and try your level best. Once you decide that, try your level best to stick to it. And know that it's it's something that you play for the long haul, right? It's not something mm. you can do for six months and quit. Because it sometimes it takes that many months to for it to even pick up steam. Great. So you have to be extremely patient. So um, that's another thing you should remember. It takes time. So be really patient. And yeah, and that it just requires a whole lot of work. So Great. Good. Nice two points. And these are, I think, some of the, the, the core aspects of even before you actually decide getting into podcasting, these are two aspects that you really need to spend time considering from a new newbie podcaster perspective. Uh, <laughs> these two points are something that will help them. Okay, so before I let you go, one last question. Have you sure. ever thought about monetizing or uh, about what are the different ways of monetizing and have you ever planned for monetizing your uh, podcast in the long run or bothered about not being able to do it or something? I have thought about it. In the long run, where is a podcast headed? I do think about it. And in the course of more than a year, I have had people... Uh, suggesting about wanting to what do I say take out uh, ads or mm. or do collaborations not right just thing. ads not just like put an ad in the podcast type but also collaborations like a company and the kind of people they we could do together to interview together like it didn't really fit into into the brand of the show or mm. where exactly how maharani talks is at really i felt it kind of would uh, sidetrack it Right. So, yeah, I don't really pursue it uh, too seriously. Mm-hmm. But monetizing, I mean, it's not something I see it with urgency at the moment. Right. Because uh, it's just something I'm doing on the side. So, but yeah, eventually, yeah, when I want it to grow, maybe if it goes that way, great. Um, right. Yeah. So. Okay. And out of curiosity, one, one question that uh, I wanted to ask you. Why did you name the show Maharani Talks? <laughs> Yes, a lot of people have asked me that. So I have had a lot of names. So basically, the name Maharani comes from my name, my first name and my last name, which is Mahati Nandarajan. So the first oh, few letters. Okay. So when you join them, it, the the logical conclusion is Maharani. Right. Um, so I was really wary. Okay, I liked it. And I fact that it had some personal touch. I thought it would right. be nice. But I, I was a little wary whether having such a name would it does it go well with what i'm trying to what the podcast would be about or would people think it's only for women but then i realized there are so many podcasts out there with men's names and they're right. catered to for everyone right mm-hmm. so why can't um, a name like maharani also cater to men <laughs> so <laughs> right. so i was like why not let me just go ahead and do it and so it hasn't really deterred in any way played deterrent to any way yeah and i think now People kind of just know, okay, Maharani talks, okay, it's kind of, it's, we do, you know, these kind of relevant conversations. So, okay. <laughs> and it no, has nothing nice to do name. with royal family. So. <laughs> no, it's a nice name. So, you know, I, I was trying to relate it to your name and then I felt, okay, okay maybe because uh, Mahati is talking, maybe uh, you've used a, some part of your name and because it's you, so you might have maybe put it as saying, okay, Maharani talks, so. Something like that. Yeah. But that's a nice name. It's a nice name. <laughs> so I've been teased okay. about it also. Some like my friends like, sometimes call and say, hey, Maharani has come. But, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. but yeah. 
yeah okay so uh very interesting conversation marthi and uh a lot of good nuggets that we could get from the the overall experience that uh, you've gone through in terms of podcasting so thanks a lot for coming on the show and sharing all of this i'm sure it'll help a lot of people out there who want to start with podcasts and it was wonderful knowing your journey and all of the, the struggles that you've gone through to bring the show to to this point where it is today so it was a nice conversation thanks a lot uh, for coming on the show thank you so much for having me and for all the insightful questions that you asked made me think too so it's been equally a wonderful time just talking to you <laughs> Thank you. So hope to talk to you sometime later again. Sure, definitely. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Marthi and you found value in all of it that we discussed today. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the show to stay updated with the latest episodes that we come out with. Head over to the podcastinguniversity.com to download a transcript for this show and for all the show notes and resources that we spoke about in this episode. You can also join a free 4-day course that talks about the absolute basics of podcasting in there. And if you are already planning to start a podcast and you have a topic in mind, then you might want to book a free 30-minute discovery call with me where we can talk about the viability of your topic and how to get started. with your podcast that is all that i have for this episode i'll be back again the next week but before that we are available on pretty much all podcasting platforms including hubhopper stitcher radio google podcasts apple podcasts geo7 spotify and amazon prime music as well so whatever is the podcasting platform that you prefer please join in and subscribe to the show in there and please do take out a couple of minutes from your schedule and provide a genuine rating for this show and a review because it helps in the ranking of this show on different platforms so with that i'll take leave from all of you i'll be back again with another episode in about a couple of weeks from now until then keep listening to the podcasting university and you all have a wonderful rest of the week इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट